0: Chapter 15 The next week, Hannah and Papa carried the last few boxes from the rented house into the store building. It was the two of them now. With the heavy work done, Papa no longer needed Charlie Hart's help. The shop's second floor had been divided into two bedrooms. On the landing at the top of the stairs, there was space for two chairs with a small round table between them. Not big enough to be called a parlor, it would still be a nice place to sit and read during spring and fall. A lamp stood on the table. There was a bedroom on either side of the landing. Hannah's room was at the back of the house. Papa's at the front. She had already put up a a curtain over Papa's window. Now she did the same for hers. Her bedroom held very little. A bedstead, a shelf along one wall, hooks for hanging clothes. Mama's old plaid shawl was draped at the foot of the bed the books miss lorna had given her were lined up on the shelf she took a long look around her room not a rented place not the wagon but a room in a house that they owned. hannah papa was calling from the front of the shop she hurried down the stairs and out the door to the board sidewalk where he was on where he was folding the stepladder. he had just put up the shop's new sign it hung from an iron bar that stuck out over the door and could be read by those walking or riding down the street on a dark green background the white lettering was identical on both sides it was elegant but still easy to read edmund's dress goods hannah gasped in delight at the sight of the five petaled lotus outlined in gilt paint pop had gotten rid of so many of mama's things when she died he had a good excuse they had been preparing to travel in the wagon but since then hannah had missed some of those things the blue and white bowl that had held oranges the enameled base adorned with little birds and flowers the carved wooden chopsticks at times, she felt as though he had done his best to erase Mama's presence from their lives. Now she realized that he had been, she had been unfair in that thought. He was keeping Mama's lotus, putting it right out in front on the sign. The sign was boarded in, in gilt. It had been stenciled and painted by Mr. Clyde in the newspaper office. Papa told her that he had applied three coats of varnish to protect it from the weather. Hannah walked backwards a few steps to view the sign from farther away. She couldn't stop smiling. It looks nice, Papa, she said. He smiled back at her. Hope the whole town thinks the same, he said. Next, they looked at the window display. The inside of the front window was covered with sheets of brown packing paper. Papa would take the paper down on the morning of the opening. Hannah was in charge of organizing the display. She had tacked swags of fabric to the ceiling of the window well, a robin's egg blue lawn alternating with diaphanous puffs of darker blue chiffon. The effect was that of a soft romantic sky. Beneath the swags, a simple rack was made of lathe and dowel rods stood in the middle of the the deep sill. It had been painted a sage green to match the shop's exterior. She had chosen three bolts of fabric, the wine-colored water silk, a cheerful calico in blue and pink and cream plaid, and a fawn-colored chalet strewn with a feathery pattern. She unrolled a few yards from each bolt and draped the loose fabric over the dowels, leaving the bolts themselves out of sight behind the rack. Then she tied ribbon around the swaths of fabric, each of which looked like a gathered skirt blowing down from the waist created by the ribbon. Hannah had always made a point to examine every tailor and dressmaker shop she came across. She had seen a rack like this in a shop in San Francisco. Charlie Hart made it to her design. I like it, Papa said. Thank you, Papa, but I'm thinking it's still not quite right well he said looking at the display that brown packing paper is kind of ugly papa she said rolling her eyes at his teasing he grinned and she felt something like a warm bubble expanding in her heart there had been so few smiles between them since mama's death and today they had already exchanged two after dinner i'd like to take the wagon and go out of town a ways hannah said i'm going to dig up some prairie rose bushes and put them in the window well so that will make it look nice and there will be refreshments but is there can you think of anything else to do that would make the opening really special his habitual frown returned immediately you always want too much he said i just think we should do something different the shop in los angeles did you and mama ever i mean i remember the parties but i don't remember much about them mama papa snapped his fingers you put me in mind of something he said his eyes bright once again a raffle sometimes it takes money to make money the prizes will cost us some but a raffle will bring in people who might not otherwise come a raffle he explained how it worked "'There would be a box on the counter "'where people could put their visiting cards "'as they entered the shop. "'When the box was full of cards, "'Papa would draw one at random. "'The person whose name was on the card would win a prize. "'We'll have the drawing mid-morning, "'maybe around 10 or so, "'before folks leave to go home for their dinners. "'Let's have,' he paused for a moment, Three winners, maybe? "'Your mama loved a raffle. "'She always wanted us to put up some more prizes. "'I remember once I had to talk her down from nine. "'That sounds so like Mama. "'How about five? "'Papa, Hannah suggested.' Three small prizes, one medium, and a grand prize. Five's good. Can I choose the prizes, Papa? Suits me, just show me what you pick out. I don't want you losing your head and giving away the whole shop. Hannah examined the display counter, shelves, and drawers. She looked through every cupboard and cabinet in the storeroom and made her choices. A packet of a dozen needles in various sizes, a string of assorted buttons, a cheerful posy of colored ribbons, those would be the small prizes. The medium prize would be a length of lace enough to make a pair of cuffs and a matching collar, which she rolled and tied with a pretty silk flower. For the grand prize, she inspected their stockings, their stock of sewing baskets, and picked a small one lined in a bright striped calico. The underside of its lid was padded and tufted to serve as a pin cushion. She filled the basket with all kinds of notions: a paper of pins, a packet of needles, several spools of thread, a pair of embroidery scissors, dressmaker's chalk, a cloth tape measure, a German silver thimble. she held it up admiringly it was something she herself would like to win she showed the prizes to papa who gave his approval i've had another idea she said and hurried on before he could say anything remember how mama used to give those used to invite the ladies to the shop for those parties i think we should do the same here i mean the opposite we should have something for the men what are men going to want in a dress shop she hadn't thought that far maybe a gift for their wives or someone else in their family he waved his hand dismissively the only thing men will want is for their women folk not to spend too much money in here. Oh, she clapped her hands in delight. Papa, that's it. We can do a separate drawing for the men and their prize is a discount. How about 30% less on whatever their wife spends at the opening? Papa raised his eyebrows. She could tell he was surprised and she detected a grudging admiration in his eyes. Make up a nice little card as a discount token, he said, but 20%, not 30 He headed for the door. I'm going to paint, a, paint up a sign... Real quick to stand on the sidewalk announcing the raffle, that should bring folks in. Now Hannah was even more excited about the opening.